everybody, welcome back to another episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Porter, accompanied by my gorgeous wife. That's you. That's where you say hi. I thought you were going to say my name. No. Because they don't know my name. I was waiting for you to introduce yourself. But you started introducing me. I'm Ashley. That's my gorgeous wife, Ashley, who just introduced herself. Yep. After a, after a moment of discussion. That's what we do. Yeah, if we don't open the podcast bickering, then what's the point? Exactly. So, sorry guys, we uh, we missed an episode last week. My hemorrhoids were hurting far too bad for me to sit <laughs> for the length of time it would require for us to podcast, and so we opted to not do one, and instead I spent that time sitting in a uh, Epsom salt hot bath. And we don't... We don't have a an official donut pillow, and no. so I gave Porter my neck pillow, my, what's it called, Ma- microfoam? Yeah. No. No, memory foam. Memory foam. <laughs> <laughs> neck pillow, like yeah. the kind you would take on a plane with you, and he uh, sat on that the for the first night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, improvise. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> I don't want to say hello to it. I feel like we should give it a name. I mean, it's almost gone now, but at one point, it should have had a name. Hemi. <laughs> Hemi. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're back, and we have got some exciting news, which we'll use to segue into what we're going to talk about today in today's topic. But we'll get to we'll get to the news in a minute. Yeah. So one of the things that has been really good for us, and mostly for Ash, and this is going to kind of focus on her today like they all do just the way i like it (laughs) um a big focus for us in the latter part of 2018 and so far this year in 2019 has been getting out of our comfort zones and ash has done a much better job of this than i have and if you follow her instagram account at wild and ashes yes right Mm -hmm. at wild and ashes you know, you'll see kind of a, a transformation, especially if you compare it to her personal Instagram account that she's had a long time ago mm-hmm. and the things that she has done over the past year, but really the past six months to get out of her comfort zone. Yeah. And what a transformation that has been. And so, thanks. Yeah, it's been really, really cool to watch. So, Ash, why don't you tell me? Because I'm super curious to know because I don't do a good a job. As this as you do, but tell tell me tell the people what are some of the things that you have done that ha- have pushed you outside of your comfort zone. Well, first and foremost, actually before before like my breakthrough was starting this podcast because we started this. Ooh, we, did we, we we started this before you did the makeup, right? Yeah. Or well, we started very, this, very close. We started this before we left for Tahoe. Mm-hmm. And that was mm, the week before Memorial Day. So second to last week of May. So we're coming up on a year. So that was, that was number one. It was exciting and it was fun. It still is fun, but it was... It's all good and well to talk about things, especially personal things, when you're a shy person and you think you're just talking to no one. And then you find out that people actually listen and you're like, 
can you not? <laughs> I like it better when I thought no one was listening. So that was the the first thing. And that's, there's still episodes that we do or, well, pretty much all the episodes we do, I have to just kind of assume that no one I know personally listens because it gives me wicked anxiety knowing that people I know listen to us. Even yeah, big it, shout out to Therese and Denise for <laughs> <laughs> making Ashley just immensely uncomfortable by telling us that you listen. <laughs> Pretty much everyone who listens, except for like Kyle. Yeah. But so that was that was the first thing. And it like I said, it's still it's still hard for me to get over sometimes. Um after that, kind of like my breakthrough moment, I guess, was in uh, May as well. So they probably like were side by side happening. I uh I joined a makeup business, uh a network marketing business, which was way out of left field for me. It was not even something I'd really like ever thought about doing, but I had seen other women and how it had changed their lives. Not just like the way people are like, oh, I signed up for this network marketing and now I make a billion dollars. That's not like what I mean, but just it's forcing people to get out of their comfort zones and to sell. Like selling is not something that comes naturally to a lot of people, especially me. I couldn't sell a pen to freaking person who needs a pen <laughs> there's a better quote with that but i i can a never think of it needs a pen <laughs> <laughs> but so i i i joined this makeup business and i kind of took it by the balls however you want to phrase that dove right in the first thing i did my way of like announcing that i was doing this business is i recorded myself which I had never done before. I recorded a video of myself talking and explaining my goals and my reason why I was doing the business. And it was like a 10 minute video and I uploaded it to my Facebook. I uploaded it to my Instagram. Like it was, it was a big deal. And there's still times I look back and I'm like, damn, (laughs) this is a person who was like, so shy I can't even do a snapchat to anyone but like you or my best friends and even then you had to have a filter on it yeah and like change your face and change your voice not if I was sending it to you no but that's what I'm saying yeah, I couldn't send a snapchat true. to anyone except for you and anyways that caused me to do a lot of things to get out of my shell and to do things that I was extremely uncomfortable doing like filming myself a lot doing like these tutorials and talking to people and not necessarily like cold calling people but I mean with network marketing you a lot of companies will like teach people that that's a way to to get sales you know is to kind of just cold call so to speak people and send people messages out of the blue and I I didn't really do that because I think that's tacky but I still had to do a lot of I still had to have a lot of conversations and do a lot of things that I was not comfortable with whatsoever so that was kind of the start of everything 
Um, I since uh, I didn't I didn't stay doing it for very long. Um, just wasn't my my cup of tea. There were some some things that that I learned about you know that industry that I just as a whole just kind of like that goes along with network marketing that I was kind of like mm, yeah I'm I'm not really the kind of girl that is into this so I don't do it anymore but I'm still very grateful that I did it because I don't think I'd be where I am if it wasn't for that um so aside from that and kind of while I was still doing that I started a blog and that was another thing kind of like the podcast it's just like writing in a journal. I could write all day if I have, you know, creative juices flowing or something to write about. But then telling people that I've written something and like directing them to go read it is really scary. And I wrote I wrote a lot of more personal things or more blunt things and having people especially that I know read them and me know that they're reading them it's like oh I feel so vulnerable and so that's I mean still just like with this it gets easier but not at the same time um what else just little things like things that sound really stupid to I'm I'm sure a lot of people but like I was saying like I used to never be able to talk to or feel myself talk so like Instagram stories, I would post pictures of like, th- this was before I, before I had wild. And so I was like, I would never talk on them. I'd post like random stupid pictures. And then it was obviously easier when I had him. Cause I just put pictures of videos of him up. And then the makeup thing was kind of what made me like record myself. But then if it was anything like personal or about my life, it was, oh, I have to have a filter on and I have to have something that alters my voice. And then I slowly got to the point where I was comfortable enough with that, that I could do one that still had a filter on, but it wasn't like altering my voice. And then I got more comfortable listening to myself, especially doing this too. And then now it's like, I I really enjoyed talking to myself about stupid shit that I don't even know if anyone cares about, but whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, a lot of really big steps there. A lot of impressive things like that. I've never like I can't do Instagram stories like that. Makes me totally uncomfortable. I've tried a couple <laughs> times and I hate it. I don't know what to say. I don't like doing it. I've tried podcasting like by myself and it never goes well and I don't enjoy it. And so I don't like posting pictures of myself. So really like hats off to you for the growth that you've made over the past, you know, year now, you know, since you did the makeup and then walked away from that. So all that this has kind of led up to is this big thing that you have announced today on your Instagram account mm-hmm. and kind of what prompted me to, to want to have this conversation on this podcast. So what is it? What What's your big news? Well, I've been going to the gym on and off since I had wild. And then I don't even know what it was. It wasn't like a new year's resolution or anything, but just, it just happened that like the second week of January, I'm like, I'm just going to start going to the gym. 
And so I've gone pretty religiously since then. And two or three weeks ago, I decided to look up obstacle course races. And I'm like, oh, there's a Spartan race in Utah in July. That wasn't even on my brain. I was thinking like a mud run, like something silly, something that I didn't need much training for outside of my normal gym. Then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And I'm I'm going to go all in. So, Which I is a lot up. like what you did with like the makeup business. Like You decided, yeah. like the moment you decided, I'm going to sign in, I'm going to buy into this business, Yeah, you were like all in. You're buying the product. You're using the product. You're making the video tutorials. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I did my research. It wasn't a complete like impulse thing. I read a lot about it that the rest of that week so a couple you know three four or five days and then i actually found a group on for it that saved me about a 100 bucks so signed up made it official started incorporating different trainings into my regular gym thing and yeah trying to eat more change your yeah your diet a little bit and so so yeah 18 weeks until that that's happening and and one of the things that I wanted to to kind of call attention to that I thought was super interesting is that at nowhere in this process did you ask me to do it with you. Yeah. And it's not like I've ever felt like left out like well why why wouldn't she want me to do it with her? Mm-hmm. And I didn't volunteer because I wasn't invited because this is your thing. But like from coming from you you know like when when Wild was first born like you wouldn't go out with him by yourself. No. Anywhere. I didn't leave the house for three months by myself. And so now it's like, and you're getting obviously better than with that. You know, he's a year and a half old now and you'll take him places by yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. And we know when we first started dating, you wouldn't even eat a meal by yourself, like out to eat. Like if you were yeah, like to go out to a restaurant and eat by yourself. And so I when, still haven't quite done that yet. Yeah. We better put on the list of <laughs> shit for you to do. But the fact that you would like, obviously we're going to go with you and we're going to support you and we're going to go and cheer you on. But the fact that you would like sign up for this thing and know that you're doing the training by yourself, like we're not training as a couple, Mm -hmm. we're not going to run it as a couple. Like I just am super impressed. And that's why I never like, I haven't volunteered myself to to do this with you is because like, I want you to do this by yourself. Thanks. And I think that it's really super cool that you've kind of taken on this challenge and you aren't leaning on me at all yeah for that not just you i know a lot of people and i have a lot of people at work who have done numerous races and so i've been kind of asking them what to expect and things like that and when i first announced like oh i I registered one of the guys was like oh are you doing it with some friends i'm like no and he was kind of taken back like oh well, it's helpful to do it with friends, you know, it's helpful to like kind of push each other through the course and be a, you, you can be your own like support system for each other. And at first I was kind of like embarrassed, like, oh great, I'm the loser who's doing it by myself because I don't have like this group of friends or family that's doing it with me, but it's almost made me feel like more empowered that I'm doing it alone, like, because I don't have anyone to push me 
or well, you don't, to, and you, you don't have a plan B. Yeah, and I don't have anyone to blame if I don't complete it in the time I want, or I don't get through an obstacle or something. Like it's just me, and especially coming from someone who has gone my whole life putting other people first, I I think that's been the biggest change with this, and then just going to the gym in general and like my eating and everything is I've always tried to kind of put you first, not in like a bad way, just I've been so focused on, Oh, I want to eat healthy, but I want you to eat healthy with me. Like I want us both to be healthy. And so I don't know. We had talked about this in an episode a while back and I'm like, no, I, it was kind of, you know, the same time at the beginning of the year where I'm like, I need to stop worrying about other people so much and just worry about myself. And if I want to do something, I need to do it regardless of worrying about how that might make someone else feel. And so I I feel like it's it's really helped me to to do these things because I'm not worried about oh, you're going to be home with the baby or you're going to have to bathe them by yourself and put them down. I'm just pushing that like guilt and that worry to the side because I know like I need to do this for me and I need to put myself above those things right now because I know it will benefit everyone else if I put my own self as a priority right kind of for once well like right now you know like there's a lot of mornings you get up in the morning to go work out but if you don't like today you went after work Mm -hmm. and there's you know for a long time before you started getting up early like you would go after work every single day yeah and then so we got into the rhythm into into the routine of i go pick up the baby from daycare i come home i feed him dinner Mm -hmm. i put him in the bath and i usually put him to bed yeah sometimes you know i'd get him in the bath before you'd even be home from the gym right and so you know i i was always really super glad i a had that time with the baby but b like it meant a lot that you would be out doing those things like going to the gym instead of worrying about oh i can't leave porter home with the baby because i don't want to inconvenience him or i don't want to burn him yeah and it just got to get to the point where like it's like i'm gonna go to the gym figure it out and it was definitely harder at the beginning and the thing that made it easier is it's not like i'm going out with friends to the bar every night i'm not doing something because i don't want to be home i'm not just like frivolously shopping it's i'm yeah you're not avoiding yeah just for the sake of avoiding being home i'm i'm being selfish because it's my health and i know number one i want to be healthy to be with wild and with you and enjoy our lives but number two like i want to be a good example for him and i want him to grow up with exercise and health and healthy eating as a priority in his life and i want him to see that firsthand so that made it easier for me to be like no yeah it sucks that i'm not going to be there for his bath but this is more important for right now my health and you know my well-being is well and your goals yeah i think it would be the same as if you were like an entrepreneur and you were starting a business 
you know, it would be like, this is my dream. Like, this is my goal. Mm-hmm. I need you to pick up the slack because, or if you were going back to school. Yeah. And, and this might be too early in the conversation to go this direction. You know, this might be too soon, but in my mind, I feel like this is something that most often like afflicts women. Yeah, for because sure. Men, like, I know for me, it's like, hey, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get a degree or whatever else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be gone a lot. You just need to be home with the baby just because. And that's fine. And then... Yeah, it's like to be expected. Right. Or I'm starting a business or I'm going to be working late hours because I'm trying to get a, a promotion or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then there's so many women who feel like their sole like purpose is to take care of other people. Yeah. And that they're only benefit or only uses as you know support systems like i need to support my husband i need to support my kids yeah my own dreams and goals don't matter yeah and i feel like that you you hear that so much where in in real life situations but then like also on tv and in movies where you know the kids are older and they you know make a joke about the mom not doing anything it's like oh well before i had you i was an architect whoa i didn't know that yeah i had to put my dreams on hold because i you know had to give you kids i had to be home to raise you and that's just kind of old-fashioned where the women are expected to not pursue their dreams because they're expected to be it the household or uh the house yeah, I don't know, take care of the house. Yeah. Well, and I just want to to be to be clear like if if that's your calling, like if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and financially you can swing it and that's who you are and that's your dream, like do it. Cuz I know financially if we could do it, I'm sure you probably would want to be a stay-at-home mom or at least a part-time. part-time. And and so that's fine. Like I'm not demeaning that at all. I I think that that's a beautiful thing and if I could be a stay-at-home dad, yeah. I, I totally would. If Ash was the breadwinner and she made enough money that I didn't have to work and I could stay home with the kid all day long, like I absolutely totally would do that. Yeah. And so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a stay-at-home parent. But I think what's wrong with being a stay-at-home parent is when your your time comes around to pursue your dreams mm-hmm. and that's like considered like a negative thing or you don't get the support at home, you know, or from your friends or family or outside people. And so then you just immediately give up on those dreams because, you know, you, there's there's haters and there's people that it, tell you that it's not a good way to spend your time. And how dare you take that time away from your kids and from your family? Yeah. You know, if you're not making dinner, feeding your kids fa- uh, food then you become like a shitty parent. Like if you're not cleaning up your own house and doing your own laundry, then you become a shitty parent, you know? Yeah. And I, I feel like it's, it's still a balancing act though. Like I, it would probably be a bigger deal if I was taking time away from you and from wild to go train. If I wasn't being a great mom and a great wife on the times when I am home, Right. If it was, if that was all falling to shit because all I was focused on was doing my my goal, 
then I feel like that's that would be a problem. Well, I think, and we've talked about this a lot, that you do a really good job of this is to be present like in the moments that you have. So if you are a CEO of a, of a company or you're super busy, you're not going to have the same access to your family mm-hmm. as you would. And that doesn't make you a bad parent. It just means that you have to be more present in the times that you do have. Yeah. And I think where that comes into be a problem is if you're gone all the time and you're working all the time, but when you're home, you're not really home, then that becomes, you know, when, when it becomes an issue. Yeah. But I feel like we've had a really good system, you know, with you being able to go to the gym in the mornings and go to the gym in the afternoons or whenever you go. Mm-hmm. And and I and I'll be honest, like there are times where I resent that because I'm like I go to the gym if I'm lucky like twice a week. Yeah. Because in the mornings I'm trying to get baby up and dressed so that by the time you come home from the gym, it's a quick turnaround so that you can get to work quicker and drop him off. Mm-hmm. And then in the evenings, I guess I could go to the gym then, but I like to come home and help out and be around and so there have been times where i'm like when is it my time to go to the gym but then at the end of the day i'm like i don't make my time to go to the gym and you do and i need to be supportive of that yeah like if it were that important to me to be going i would figure it out like i would go and so the fact that you are doing that to me is super super valuable and i want to be as supportive as i possibly can around those goals. But what would you, what advice would you say if like the situations were different and you know, you're like, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym. And I was like, well, I've got shit to do. I need you to watch the kid for me, or I need you to watch the kid instead. Or if I wasn't like as supportive, like how, what advice would you have like for people in those situations to navigate that? That's tough because I, it's not something that I've dealt with really i mean you're very supportive with anything any stupid thing i've come to you saying oh, i want to do this and you've always been very supportive so i don't know it's hard it's hard to say i feel like you kind of have more you've had experience with that haven't you a little bit yeah so i might have more empathy, you know, in previous relationships where it was kind of one-sided and there wasn't the, like, there wasn't, like, the same consideration. Like, I feel like you have your shit that you're doing, but you're also very considerate. So if I were to come to you and be like, okay, you've been to the gym this morning. I need you to watch the baby because I'm going to go to the gym this afternoon Mm -hmm. or after dinner. You'd be like, cool, go, like, do your thing. As opposed to, like, in previous relationships or, you know, it's like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to try and work my schedule out with you. I'm just going to go mm-hmm. and let the pieces fall where they may, and you just deal with it. Yeah. So there, it wasn't like even necessarily like me being supportive or not being supportive. I wasn't given a choice. Yeah. It was just, this is happening. Like it or don't. I don't give a shit. I'm doing me. Yeah, I mean, I don't, as far as like, oh, I need to go to the gym. Oh, well, you can't, you have to stay with the kid. I don't, I don't know because I don't, I don't, I've never dealt with that issue. So 
I don't have an answer or a suggestion for how to deal with that aside from going to a gym that has a daycare and paying the three bucks an hour or whatever it is. But kind of with what I was talking about earlier with what just kind of you got to do you and if someone is not going to support you or they're going to be hard on you or make fun of you for wanting to eat your hamburger without a bun on it or if you want to take up an art class or whatever it is you want to do if someone is making fun of you or belittling you for that I mean that all comes in not good fun but everyone every relationship does it even healthy relationships a little bit you know we pick on each other but if it's getting to the point where you don't even want to tell someone about something that you're excited for maybe either just say screw you and do it anyways or maybe you just need to reevaluate the relationship you're in because it doesn't sound like it's a healthy relationship to be with someone who is constantly putting you down yeah and i and i i think that there's always a season you know and i steal this term from rachel hollis because i've become just like the biggest like rachel hollis like fanboy <laughs> i mean i, I listen, i've been listening to girl stop apologizing on girl? audible girl <laughs> stop apologizing and 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 I, and I think that it's really good because i'm married i have a daughter i live and work with women and I can't, <laughs> I'm always amazed by these men that are like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. You know, oh, that's, that's women shit. Like, I don't, I don't need to know any of that stuff, but mm-hmm. it's like, why? Like, why would you not want to know like what your wives suffer with and like yeah. the guilt that they have and like the burden that, you know, sometimes you're, you've placed on them. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I feel like it's helped me be more empathetic, but one of the biggest things that you know, she talks about seasons all the time, but she also talks about like this, the same kind of thing of like, you can't live your life for other people. At some point you've got to start living for yourself. And that might not be the right time right now. Like if you've got young kids and you have made the commitment and you, you and you, your spouse have agreed that you're going to be a stay at home mom, you know, for X number of years or however long, and you're both signed on for that. And that's what you've agreed to. But then when that plan changes or when that time changes, then you should absolutely have the ability to pursue whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. And so like right now, you know, we have kind of made the commitment that we're both working full time and it would be a big, big stretch. Like if one day Ash just comes home and she's like, you know what, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to do blank full time, even though there's no income for it. And, you just need to figure it out because I'm not working anymore and baby's still going to go to daycare, but I'm going to start doing this other thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would have a really hard time being supportive of that because I'd be like, that's irresponsible. Yeah. That's not the right, this isn't the right time for that. You can't just drop that and just be like, well, you're not being a supportive husband. Yeah. Because that's just, you're being an asshole. Right. But if after a long talk or, you know, we've had a plan and we say, okay, this is the sacrifices that we're going to make and we we work it out, then absolutely like I need to be supportive and let you let you do that. Yeah, I agree. 
and it, I mean, it goes both ways. It's not just the the women get this like, okay, here's your your card. You get to do whatever you want with it because it just it just comes down to sacrifices in general. But then also everything when it's your time, like if you were to come to me and say, I want to go back to school. If it were your time, then we would make those arrangements, you know, but if we're both like, if I'm like, I want to start teaching other kids how to do whatever in at night. And you're like, teaching well, other kids how to do whatever <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> those other kids. I want, I want to teach other kids. <laughs> I was, I'm not good at examples on the spot, okay? <laughs> so if I want to teach kids to read good at <laughs> and do, night... And do other stuff good, yeah. too. And you're like, but I want to go to school at night. Like, we both can't have our moment at the same time. Yeah. But it's not just limited to women because we raise kids and we're, like, entitled right. to... No, you may, and you make a good point that it goes both ways. Yeah. And and I think you've always been really, really good. Like if I'm like, hey, I need to buy this business software, this piece of software, I'm going to buy this soft, you know, I'm going to buy a domain and I'm going to buy whatever for my business. Mm-hmm. There's never been like, well, do you really need it? Or like, we're not right now, we need, you know, push back or I don't trust you. What if it doesn't work out? Like, yeah. Anytime I've ever come to you and said, hey, I'm going to, I need to spend this money, you're like, Okay, if it's your thing and you, you know, believe in it or you feel like you need it, I trust your judgment. Yeah, I support you. Yeah. And you don't ever like make me feel dumb about it or or feel guilty or that I'm taking money away from the family. And it's never been big money. Like we've never taken like thousands of dollars of credit card debt to try and, you know, rent an office or yeah. buy a product or do whatever. But I know if I came to you with that and I said, these are my goals. This is the way that I'm, this is what I want to do. This is how we're going to make that money back. I, I'm very confident that you'd be like, okay, like this is scary, but I trust you. Let's do it. And it, like Ash said, I think you made a good point. It's not just women get this, like, get out of jail free card and go do whatever you want. Well, I mean, it's, it's not one person gets the ability to pursue a dream it it should be both parties it should just be in due time on their in their own time yeah you know? i guess that's the point i was trying to make well and you you mentioned something earlier that i thought was interesting talking about like a work-life balance and that's something that i've heard a lot of people talk about lately and something that i've kind of changed my mind about where they said like there is no such thing as like a work-life balance like there's no work-life balance there's going to be seasons or mo- times in your life where you spend more time at work than you do with your family and you invest more time in that than you do with your family. You know, you're staying up late, you're getting up early, but there's going to be other times where there is no work and it's just life, mm-hmm. you know, it's just family time. And so I think when people try to be like, like one of the, and the, one of the podcasts I was listening to, um, I don't remember her name, but she's the first major league female major league sport baseball announcer. Oh, yeah. So first female commentator for professional baseball. And they're like, well, how do you make it work? 
how, how do you find that work-life balance? She's like, there's no such thing as work-life balance. Like during baseball season, I'm calling games however many you know weeks or months out of the year. Right. Like that's just what I do. And she's like, I have a good support system at home. My husband gets it. He wants me to do the, this thing, and I want to. But it means that during baseball season, I very rarely see my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to school plays. I might be missing dance rehearsals because I'm on the other side of the country. But that's that's life. Whereas she's like other times, you know, like during the off season, I'm 100% mom. I'm 100% here. There is no work. And so I think that you just need to realize that there's going to be moments where you're trying to build your career, build your job, and you don't have the ability to be home and be around as often as you'd like to be. But there's also times when you need to close the laptop and be home and be present. Right. Yeah. That That was kind of a tangent. I don't know where I came up with that. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of out of nowhere. It's kind of like making me realize, not that I feel like I need to ask like permission of you to do things, but talking about this, I'm like, oh, you're kind of taking on that extra responsibility with Wild and at least when I was going to the gym at night, but I'm like, oh, I, I never really thought to like talk to you and be like, Hey, how do you, how does this make you feel? Like, is this okay? Are you overwhelmed? Do you need me home more? And like, it's, and I kind of feel shitty for being like, screw you guys. I'm going to do me and I don't care, like it or not, but it's kind of like, oh, I never, not that I didn't like consider your feelings. I just, I know you're supportive. And so I just, I thought that, you know. And I ne- I've never, it. I've never felt like you've been taking me for granted or like taking advantage of me. Like I've never been no, like sitting at home with the baby and being like, God, where the fuck is Ashley? Like, why doesn't she get home? I'm like, I'm tired of being home with the baby by myself. No, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I I thought that because it's not like I'm away. I'm not missing that much time. I, it just made me realize like, shit, I'm, I, that didn't even cross my mind because I was so focused on, I just need to do this for me that I didn't like even consider what that might mean for you. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. That's interesting though. Yeah. Well, and, you know, as we're kind of wrapping up here, the one thing that I will say, I feel like this podcast has been more like all over the place than even we normally are. Like <laughs> talking about all kinds of shit today. Um, but the one thing that I, I feel like where sometimes I think you are like unjustly critical of me is about like working at home or like being like doing work while on my laptop, like while we're watching TV or like in other times. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm in a, that place right now where we have goals about trying to get out of our house. You know, we're trying to get out of debt. And I have what I feel like are avenues to, you know, make more money or to, you know, enhance my career. And that requires me working from home and not being as available as I normally would be. I guess. But I. Sorry. No, you're fine. But I also get where you're coming from where it's like. But in the other times when you are home, 
you know, you should be present. And I don't, I don't do that balance very well, but I do feel like sometimes I'm like, I just feel like you don't get it because I'm like, you're critical of me being on my laptop. I'm, I'm building something for us. I have a full-time job. I have to work nights. I have to do these other things like on the weekends. And that means that while we watch TV, I'm not present. I guess it would make it easier for me because I do understand and I, I feel like I try to be supportive of that, but what would make it easier for me is if you came down to your office and it was work the same as if you were at your office for your day job, you're in your workspace, not with me because it's like, Oh, let's sit down and watch an episode of our show. Right. And then I look over and I'm like, you're not even yeah. watching it. No, that makes sense. And so it's like, you're trying to do both. You're trying to watch a show with me and then do your side business. And so it's, to me, it's, I don't realize what you're doing because in my eyes, we're sitting down to watch a show and then all of a sudden you're doing stuff on your laptop. So to me, it's not, I'm not treating it as, as if, oh, I need, I'm working on this right now. I need to work on my business. Right. It's well, more of you just diddling around or yeah no that makes you make a very good point and i hadn't thought of it from that perspective because it's like this is supposed to be time together and even yes we're watching tv and yes it's not like we're playing a board game or we're like engaged in this like conversation yeah. it's still time together well we can still like have conversations and right interact and so it's either like be at work in which case like schedule it like say from eight to nine mm-hmm. i'm gonna be at work right downstairs in my office office downstairs in the dog's room (laughs) and then when i'm done like at nine be be present put your phone away put your laptop away let's just be together for that time and then you know if i need to stay up late because you go to bed because you get up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym yeah then i can continue working and doing my own thing then yeah that's what i was gonna say like either maybe instead of you coming down from seven to eight or whatever you just said but it's okay so we have dinner and then we have 30 minutes or an hour to do our own thing and then from 7 30 or 8 to 9 or you know later but if i'm going to bed at 9 then i just say good night to you at 8 yeah and then you just have from 8 until whenever you get done and you to go to bed right so, yeah. No, and I think that would make more sense and that'd make it easier for both of us because then I don't feel guilty because I'm taking time away from you. Mm-hmm. But then I also don't feel guilty because I'm not getting the work done that I want to get done. And so yeah. I'm not doing either of them very well. I'm half-assing both both sides of my life. Yeah. Don't half-ass two things. You should always whole-ass one, one thing. thing. Love it. <laughs> so. I think that's like a run it's from yeah from the office or no parks and recreation yeah so guy who used to sit next to me at my work had that on a little frame on his desk (laughs) that's funny so it's funny what this podcast does because i had never it's always bugged me but i had never even thought about it that way until you said it and then the while you were saying it i'm like oh duh this is why it's an issue well i hadn't either i just there's We'll be listening to a podcast together where they talk about, you know, being present or doing things or watching a show. And I always feel like you're judging me. 
mm-hmm. because in that like show or in that podcast, they're talking about how you should like be home and be present and yeah. all, you know, time is so important, all these things. And I'm just like, she's over here criticizing me and like being like this. I told you so. Yeah. But no, no I, I think, <laughs> let's be honest, <laughs> but it totally makes sense is to be like, okay, this is our time together and it's our time. I'm going to not do anything else. And then when it's my time to work, it's my time to work. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Cool. We've, we've had some major breakthroughs here tonight. Good. Amidst all the rambling <laughs> and all the the weird directions that we took this, I think we had some real, real positive breakthroughs here. We did. Okay. Well, guys, this has been another episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. I am Porter. I'm Ashley. We love you. Okay. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.